The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. The timing could not have been more perfect. Oh my gosh, that was a gift. <laughs> it was a gift. And hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Hello. Hello, and we have a gift for you. It is this interview right now. So our buddies, the Sklar Brothers, Randy and Jason, are here in town in Portland. They're going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. Four shows that are going to sell out. You, could, you should get tickets right now. Absolutely. Right now. Whenever you're hearing this, pick up your tickets. So today is Friday, February 8th, and, uh, and tomorrow, February 9th. 7.30 and 10 p.m., four shows, like Greg was saying, so go get your tickets. Yeah, and there's not even much we can say on this. There are so many amazing pieces. Go. It's a magical, in magical interview. interview. They are such good friends, and we really appreciate them stopping by every time they're in town. Let's just let's just let it roll. Let's Here it, it is. Have a great weekend. Here's the Sklar Brothers on Fun Employment Radio. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibble here with Sarah X. Dillon, and I'm yelling. For no reason. And you are. <laughs> but it's because I'm excited because we have our buddies, the Sklar Brothers. Randy and Jason are here in studio. Yes. So excited to have you guys so here. So good to be back here. That this was the one up. thing we really wanted to do. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for coming in here. As soon as you wrote us on Twitter, I Greg reached and I were out both to you. Like, yeah, we were, mm-hmm. yeah, we were both like, oh, my God. I mean, we're, I guess I could have, like, called the club and <laughs> been like, are they on our press schedule? But I was like, I'm reaching out to you guys because... We're we're friends. We love you guys so much. We love this show. We love coming back to do it every time. Even if like we didn't have shows, I feel like we would just, just stop if we're in town and be like, "Can we come?" Yeah, we I would be sad anytime. if you guys came to town and we didn't get to see. Oh yeah, it. if we see like a bunch of pictures of these two up and around, oh, right? I know because we do have to share you. Doing? You guys do have a lot of friends here. We and do. Portland. Have like Portland's your town. It is, but this is. You know, we look for the things as we were talking before uh, Greg got here. Is that we? This area where you guys are is unrecognizable now because yeah. of the condos. But guess what, guys? This looks like East Austin with the same condos and the same things. And you know, Austin, really? there that area used to be very descript, and now right. it's becoming nondescript. And oh yeah, Seattle is the same way. And all these like great cities, you just yep. don't want it to lose kind of what it is. So the things about Portland that are very Portland, you want to maintain and keep. And I think this thing, even though it's not a structure, it is a show. It kind of is. It's it needs to continue on because it is so Portland for us because we've been. Doing it with you guys Fun for employment. years. We're doing it for at least eight, eight years. Eight years, I yeah. think. Yeah, because we were yeah. talking about the old studio, the the teeny yeah, tiny old. Yeah, studio. you came to that old one. Yep. Yeah, yeah and that was a long time ago that it's we had long. that. Because I think it's been like eight. Have we been here like seven years? We always ask you guys like what's that. going on in Portland. Like, and that's exactly yeah, what's we were brainstorming well, and about that's, it. And that's a bunch of it. But it's funny you bring that up, like just just the condo stuff, because there's actually. Do you know who the Unipiper is? No, is no, that somebody who builds condos? No, the Unabomber's brother. Is it the Unabomber's brother? <laughs> if the Unipod, if the Unabomber <laughs> dressed up that. in Darth Vader costume and rode a unicycle okay. and played uh, oh, so he's bagpipes. Just, oh, okay. <clears throat> so he does Unipiper. all three, and they're flaming bagpipes on oh, top of that. Okay. So it's it's still classic weird Portland, but he started up a group. Uh, I think it's it's called Weird Portland United, mm-hmm. which is he's to wearing a Darth keep Vader the weird outfit. stuff. Yeah. Oh he yeah. Drives around. He's like Luke. I am your stepfather. <laughs> this is him. So he rides a he literally rides a unicycle, plays flaming bagpipes, and dresses up. For, it's like, not like Darth colors. Vader. He's uh, dressed like Luke Skywalker. No, yes, oh no, he is. Oh, yeah. like the, well, he changes yeah. up the costumes. Changes it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's pretty great, but and he is very very Portlandy. He is keeping yeah. Portland weird. Yeah, he is somebody. By the way, keep keep Portland weird. It kind of was kind of, or keep Portland weirder than Austin. Keep Austin weird was a saying that to us sounds like the last ditch effort to save a dying marriage. Let's Let's keep it weird. weird. Come on, until the kids go to college, then we can be like San Antonio. All right, I'll wear high heels and a Tim Duncan jersey to bed. All right, keep it weird. Keep it weird. Let's just keep it weird. Then we'll we'll become Bend. Uh, Bend, Oregon. What is going on in Bend, Oregon? Bend, Oregon's another place that's like blown up. Why? Oh yeah, so many breweries and and condos. Yeah. How many wild, wild country cults have decided to try and come to Oregon (laughs) after? the thing they're like we can do it there guys Seriously, just guys. Is where it take over a pop 50 town and and make it happen <laughs> that stuff it's so crazy that the Rajneeshis now are famous because I remember that from when I was a kid you do not I do oh, I don't I didn't know town, not much about them but I remember being afraid of the Rajneeshis, Rajneeshis? I just love that like about they did a great job because they did some bad 
shit. Okay, let's be honest. Like the Rusties <laughs> just were not the they were not good people, but like the some of the ten, some of the tenants of the things they were doing were actually decent. When they expose people who like they expose the sort of the local ta- of the local town yeah. folk in a good way. Like I thought, I was like, I looked up on that bridge and I saw people hugging each other. It's like, like, well, is what's what's is that bad? Are we? I really mean, these people that? were having fun, <laughs> openly loving each other. Hey, hang on a second. Uh, I don't know who I'm supposed to hate here for a second here. Like, yeah, they're they're just having. And a good then time. the guy's like, I dug through their trash and I found. Okay, all right, uh, all stop right. taking the people's. But then on some level, you're like, I'm glad you guys were that. I'm like, get them, get them, get them. Get all 27 of those Rolls Royces. Get them. Put your racism and suspicions to work. Get them. It's like, Finally. It's like they're, they were like like those little dumb white people were like our dogs. And we're like, you know, rile them up. There's a, there's a problem. Rattle the cage. Get them all. Get them. Get them. Oh my god, that is so true. That's exactly how it was. But you, look, you were a scared kid. <laughs> I was a scared. I was scared of the Rajneesh. You scared of them. If you saw anyone dressed in, in maroon, if you saw someone in a maroon jumpsuit, you would dive behind whatever was in a couch, a car. Yeah, uh, it. It. Washing <laughs> machine, yeah, whatever, whatever man. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, very Oregon. But again, something that we, yeah. I don't think we knew. I knew about the Rajneeshi, Rajneeshi, uh, but it wasn't. Was it, it a national? Yeah, it was. But I just knew. I knew the guy and the Rolls Royces and the yeah. ashram. Like, go to an ashram mm. and then like you lose contact with your family. Right. I think that's you what just, we. They yeah. cut you off from what you're. Right stuff is just the mind control nature and the ability of be to influence people. Well, no, what's so funny is I remember watching that documentary and watching him get up on stage and just like shake his hands in the air and the crowd. You know how hard it is for us to create material. I mean, (laughs) wait, this guy, this guy's just shaking his hands. He's getting an applause break. (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried that on stage? Right, what is that? Is is that a tag? Is that a tag to a joke you haven't even written? Hands in the air, just shaking. It just kills every time. That's a physical comedy. We were trying to write a joke because it's going to snow here. Yeah. Because, which I don't think is a very typical thing. Is that It, it is not. It's especially not. like this late. Well, I guess when it does tend yeah. to snow, it does snow in February. Or you talk to people and I think that the general consensus is the rain is awful. Like rain, we because get, the rain is just all over always you. and ever yeah. present yeah. in your face. It's in your face. And so I think people are like, clothes. people yeah. are like, I think snow would be better. Like that's the attitude. Like snow would be better than the rain. Cause Softer at least, than the rain. So we're like, what's the analogy here? We're trying to write this joke. We're like, what's that? Okay, so. Should I write a snow joke? Rain is like Trump. He's in your face. He's all the time. He's in your business. You're like, I just want it to be gone. He makes everyone's he makes life me, a mess. He makes me depressed. All of it is. He makes you not want to go outside. He makes yeah. you just, he cuts off areas that you, you would have gone before. It's just terrible. So you say to yourself, I'd rather have snow. I People are like, I'd rather have Mike Pence. Snow is like white Pen- Mike Pence. It's really white. It's cold. Wants to reprogram gay people. Uh, <laughs> if you know anything then, about snow, you know that. And then you go out in the snow and you're like, uh, wait, this is worse. Yeah. This you come back home and you're like, oh, I got this black slush on the bottom of my pants. The salt that they used to get rid of. Ruining my shoes. Ruining my shoes. Ruining my tires. I thought snow was going to be a better alternative. It's, it's worse. Out, it's worse. It's Mike Pence. <laughs> Why is the snow calling its wife mommy? <laughs> It's a good ending. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. I think that's, that's it. it. I think that was the <laughs> Why is the snow calling Mother Nature mommy? Uh, <laughs> uh, because Mother Nature. But, but the idea that, like, we have – we are working so hard. And this motherfucker gets on <laughs> hands in hands the air. Hands in the air. And people are, like, cheering. We're like, that's not Come on, bro. Fair. Who's opening for that dude, too? <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good gift. Who's featuring for the ride? <laughs> does he bring his own feature or does the club provide one? <laughs> <laughs> he just stands there and closes his hands. Is like I would like a basket of chicken fingers. <laughs> I would love to know what an opening set for the for, for Rajneeshis. Oh, you guys be. having a good time? Uh, <laughs> anybody celebrating? Uh, <laughs> you away from your family? Oh my God, you're making you guys, my head. <laughs> you know how you go to a salad bar and you're spraying salmonella everywhere, but you're wearing tight sleeves. You can't get the wire through, <laughs> folks. Lady, anyone do that? How many people? <laughs> Sneeze guard, observational Rajneeshi comedy. 
That has to be. Can we create the observational Rajneeshi? You know how you're naked and shoving the person you want to have sex with really hard against the wall? (laughs) Oh, man. You ever get tired of that feeling, guys? (laughs) (laughs) That toss would be the observational. Guy who goes on before, please. We need to observational Rajneeshi comedian. Your job is to count the assault rifles. (laughs) I mean, listen, I wish someone would secretly record me, okay? Because I'm coming up with gold here. I can't even get a meeting with my on Sheila. <laughs> One guy that thinks he's better than Bhagwan, too. <laughs> exactly. Bhagwan. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Bhagwan, you've bogged them all. Oh. We, uh, that's terrible. That's it's awful. Terrible. Right. It's observational. One step over the line. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So we have the bend set worked out. Yeah, that's good. That's done. That feels good. I mean, but it is really fun to, to – tr- I mean, Portland is this – remember we were doing Sklars and Stripes, which is now out on – you can listen to it on Audible right now. And there is an, uh, awesome. a Portland chapter where we – We did we, 10 cities, 10 chapters. Each city was a chapter of this – I guess we call it an audio documentary, but what we just did is we were tr- we would try to do in every city that we went into, Kansas City, Tulsa, uh, St. Louis, which was our hometown. Each city presented different challenges. So our hometown is like a town that we lived in, and so we're not really exploring. It's more of an exploration into ourselves mm-hmm. than anything else. Portland was difficult because you had Portlandia, which we love, 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 and you're like, they've unturned every stone yeah. know, in terms of making fun. What, what is left for us to poke fun at. And, of course, there's a lot yeah. that they couldn't get to. But <laughs> what did you settle on? Tons. I yeah. mean, we – tons. Put well, it th- I downloaded mean, it at Audible and find it. Well, that and then <laughs> we are, like, expanding it for this time around. So when people come see us – Tonight, they'll see new versions of old jokes and new expansions and – And then new stuff. How and cool. Things. Yeah, so we really tried to – we try to do that wherever we go. That's bad. Try to incorporate something in. It forces you to get out of the hotel Experience room. Experience the city. Yeah. Experience. I mean, you guys know, like, Portland has a lot to offer. There's mm-hmm. so much to do. If someone's like, hey, let's go do this thing, you're like, okay, because not just because I want to see it, but also because maybe there's a bit somewhere in this experience. And you guys have always been good at that, too, like doing your research and incorporating, you know, where you are into what you're doing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Try. Because not try. a lot of people do that. And Or people will come Or they'll do their plug and play joke. They're like, what's the. Uh, they were talking to Nick, the guy. Who 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 has been taking us around here with from the club? Is such a great dude, and he was like, "There are those comedians that just are like, what's the? Or no, who are we talking to? We're talking to Andrew Deacon, who is. That's not to say that Nick isn't a good dude. He is. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Deacon is a comedian in Tulsa. We were doing an interview with him because we're he, going to Tulsa in a couple weeks. And he was like, saying like the comedians like, so what's the bad gas station in town? And the guy's like, okay. And then he plugs into a joke he's been doing for twelve years. Hmm. That's wow. not. That is not what we do. That's well, I mean, the, it is, and you can write jokes about it. Like I remember the first city we ever did this whole thing in was in Buffalo, and someone said Rick James is buried here in Buffalo, and we were like. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard about. Yeah. So we have a thousand cities. We're like, we never thought. And how do we not know that? And so the initial joke was that should be on the airport. Like you should fly into Buffalo and on the airport it says, welcome to Buffalo. Rick James is buried here. Bitch. <laughs> like that's the – and then we're like, OK, that's a – we like that joke. Now let's go to the grave. Let's go there. Can we go there and can we write comedy about being there? So we show up. And there are people at the grave. Yeah, there are people there. Really? Paying homage to the man himself. Uh, we jokingly said that there were two uh, other, other graves behind him. He's still keeping he was people keeping them hostage. hostage. He was <laughs> keeping those people hostage. But, like, <laughs> we look down and there's, like, empty Heineken bottles and a Hawaiian lay because no one represented Florida. <laughs> Hawaii. Hawaii. Hawaii harder than Rick James. We're like, what is this? Like, what? What? <laughs> Is trash that blew in from the highway versus what was artfully placed at this man's <laughs> grave. And we're like, that's a great metaphor for this guy's life. <laughs> at a party at Rick James' house, who did he invite and who just blew it off the freeway? <laughs> and I mean, that's something you could only experience if you get out there and go see it. And what a cool thing to actually experience. To, to, go to, out yeah. to be like, oh, yeah, we were at Rick James' <laughs> here's, grave. It's what I did today. I've seen yeah. his grave site. It's unbelievable. Here lies this man. It just was, it was fascinating. And that, more than anything, said, oh, we got to get out. Yeah. 
we have to experience yeah. like as much as we can in these places that we're going to because well I mean it's great and, and you're taking advantage of the fact that you know you're getting to go to all these different places too I mean why not go see it I'm sure it's it sure it'd be easy to stay in the hotel room it sure. is mm-hmm. it would be easy and you know you're tired and you know you do late night shows and for us you know we're away from our kids like what if we could sleep like six extra hours <laughs> But the truth is, we say this, you know, we are so lucky that we get to come and and headline this club. We are so lucky that comedy brought us to Portland when we normally wouldn't have taken this trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would come to Portland I would anyway. Come to Portland just Portland it's is one of those love. cities that we like to go to cities that we actually would enjoy. I feel like yeah. I'm filing things away for when my kids get old enough and we can actually start to travel around the country with mm-hmm. our kids and yeah. as like equals. Like they can come out to restaurants and hang and do stuff. And I'm like, up, oh, I'm going to notch this, this experience here. This is really cool in this town and this is really neat. And like, it's so cool to like come to a town and be like, we know. We know where to go. We know the place yeah. to go. Or we know the people to call we text you guys and be like hey what's the thing we can't miss right now in portland and you know you're like the unipiper go (laughs) find the unipiper Unipiper. yeah or jason and randy at helium comedy club tonight and tomorrow night 7 30 and 10 get your tickets now at heliumcomedy.com it's it. going to sell out, I it think. Will. And you guys yeah. are going to come to the Late Show. Yes, we're we coming tonight. Ten- yep. tonight. I am so excited. So I if you it. are fans of the show and you want to come hang with these guys, come to our show tonight and we will all hang out after the show. And maybe Absolutely. you guys will get some new fan art painted for you guys, like the paintings that are hanging in the other <laughs> room. Oh, yeah. oh, the one where you look so <laughs> mad. Look, yeah, I look, look really so angry. You look like so so angry. you're mad that you're about to go to a 311 concert. That's <laughs> what it looks like in that photo, in that drawing. And you're mad be- yeah. and you're mad in life because you think you look like a potato face. <laughs> you do not look like Mrs. Maybe it's Potato time we Head. change those out. <laughs> I know. Because I do get think brought about up that. a lot, and I'm like, No, you appreciate it. They're great. It's beautiful that someone took that time to make that. It, it is. is very thoughtful. We just look so angry. I'm you like, are, For people so who lumpy. don't know us, aren't that, angry yeah. at all. <laughs> you guys are, you guys like, are the farthest thing from angry people. We're not. <laughs> look, you think Terry Crews is a national treasure, so. <sighs> do you know we met him recently? It's last week. What is your obsession with Terry Crews? Aside from him being the greatest. That's it. He's just the greatest. I I don't know why. I just he's, he's like a modern day Carl Weathers. Yeah, but better. Yeah, but better. Right. Like like he's, even funnier. But Carl Weathers is pretty funny. He is I mean, pretty but, funny. But yeah, you're Cruz right. And I think he's like Carl him. Weathers on Arrested Development is the greatest. He is thing it's ever. Pick a soup. Ever. ever. Yeah. Yes. He uh, is. He is goddamn <laughs> hilarious. In that. But, but but Cruz is kind of he kind of can do those things. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not just saying because he's a black actor who played uh, football. football. Right. Mm. But I think. Cruz plays off his physical imposition in such a funny way. You know, it's like we meet a lot of athletes. We meet a lot of athletes. It's rare when you find an athlete that can do anything but what they're doing, and you understand that. Like Blake Griffin came on our sports podcast, and he's hilarious. I've heard he's funny. Doesn't he like hang out with Neil Brennan or something? Neil Brennan will like run stuff by him because he respects his opinion. Neil Brennan, who you know, one of the creators of the Chappelle Show and one of the best comedians out there, will run stuff by Blake Griffin. I understand it. He's hello. Is someone calling us? Are you getting a? I love this. Who that be? Oh, it's a spammer. (laughs) Spammer. Damn you. Hello. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay. Wait, let's call them. Let's call them. Let's call them. Let's call them. Press one. Call. I want to talk to him. I want to talk to because these people scammed me and said that there was a call, and I and I fell for it because I was with my daughter. Okay, let's call. Let's 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 start talking to these people. And I was with. I'm going to turn your mic up. And I was. And they said that there was a car with drugs at the Mexican border with blood in it associated to my... So we're going to act really surprised. Like, oh, my God. What's what's going on? Okay. If so, you want it, you want to scam us, answer. Yeah. So they, what are they doing? So they, they tried scared. to scam because they want to get your information, your bank information. Hello? Say, Hello? You are going to do this with your Oh my God! What's happening? What's happening? What what's going happening? on right now? What is now? going on with my social? Security? Please tell us what's happening. Can I know your name? Yes. Georgina. Can I know your name, sir? 
Yes, it's Georgina. Please, what is what happening? What is going on? What is happening you right now? You have to tell us. With the social security number. Please tell me there isn't a car with you drugs. Stop, 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 stop. You got to stop. You got to stop. You got to stop and let me finish. Sir, sir, sir. Please tell me if there are drugs in a car at the border associated with my social security number and blood in the car associated with it. Is Are there federal agents that are going to be coming and busting down my door right now? I need to know this. Sir, I'm very scared, and you're not. The fact that you're not talking right now is scaring me even more. Please, what is wrong with my social security number? My name is Georgina. My social security number is five six eight nine two four four one nine. Do you hear me? Five six eight nine two four four one nine. What is going on? Please, dear God. Someone said there's an emergency, and it is a huge problem. I can't there be patient. There is no time for patience. Are you asking me to be patient In while the there's an emergency going on right now with my social security number? You are seriously telling me to be How patient. How dare you ask for patience? I cannot be patient. <laughs> Sir, this is out of control right now what is happening. Sir? Did you say suck my dick? I think he did. I think he just said. He said, you, you suck, suck my, my dick. dick. Now, which Look. I believe is standard operating procedure for the Social Security Department. That is the way they end the phone call. That was beautiful. So the reason oh, this was so the was reason amazing. this is so fun is that <laughs> no, God. So, so they this, called me they actually gonna, did. and I called back and I wound up giving my social security number. Oh, I wound no. up giving my bank not account numbers but information and how much balance I had in there because I was freaking out because they yeah. made me believe that this is going on and I'm texting my wife and I'm I'm on a field trip with my daughter I've like and I'm oh. outside walking around as she's like going through this thing and they're like you're in deep trouble and I had to like call all my credit cards they had to call my banks and cha- and up the security and whatnot because like an idiot I went through that and my wife is like I'm texting her I'm like I'm on the phone and there's a problem with my social security number and she sends me like text me like five different things Stop. like this is Stop, scam. Stop, stop, stop giving stop, me information. Stop, stop. Oh, I hope you haven't given them any so information. This is, this is our lesson to all of your listeners. If you are out there and someone calls you about the Social Security number. I mean, yes, guys. I rented a car and put 142 pounds of cocaine in it, and it was at the border with someone else's blood in it. Fine. Fine. That, just so, that, that actually happened. That was Big a coincidence. Deal. Okay? I was in El Paso three weeks ago. Whatever. Whatever. Laredo. All right. No, but the, the point is. It is a scam because the only way they will get in touch with you is through a letter. So yeah. do not ever, ever, if you want to mess with someone like we just did, like we just have did, fun. Have a blast and go, and you beautiful. go full bore, like <laughs> until they say, suck my dick. <laughs> That's amazing. That was, because we, we just, that felt, I can't tell you how great that felt and how cathartic that was for me. That was, that, that that was a thing of so beauty. so frustrated trying to scam people. Yeah, and also we wasted like four minutes of yeah, yeah. Mason, yeah. we mas- wasted part of his scamming time and that feels great and I just was like this is unbelievable because they got me before they got me yeah, and I was I like I got it. For it this is like they got me in the first act of my Jennifer Lopez now I gotta work out with like stuff and then I can beat the guy who came and tried to steal my stuff later you know what I mean yeah. like, I've been working out now <gasps> but this is yeah. it what was that enough enough yes <laughs> I said enough to these scammers and then I beat them with a broom handle mm-hmm Figuratively. And so we came back uh, at these guys. All right, what were we talking about? <laughs> Terry Crews. So you met Terry Crews. Terry Crews, yes. So yes. We met him at the fi- – we hosted the Final Draft Awards, which were really cool. Final Draft How is cool. a computer program that for uh, screenwriters. screenwriters can write scripts on it. And they asked us to host it, which you know was our second year that we did it. <clears throat> it was really cool, really, really fun. Uh, Boots Riley, who wrote the movie, uh, sorry, sorry to bother, bother you. you. Speaking yeah. of, oh, yeah. speaking of a telemarketing call, I mean a brilliant <laughs> movie. And the guy's really brilliant. He's like a was a rapper in Oakland, and just like the last person. It's fascinating that he's done so many things and then wrote this movie. Yeah. He's like known for many, many things and then wrote this movie. And uh, we met Army Hammer because he was in the movie. <gasps> oh, he is Sarah, so – he's my number Sarah one. Is, he is very so dreamy. He, he is hilarious. Even more dreamy. He just seems like a person. funny, kind, yep. hot – Gentlemen. All, all of those, those things, yeah. all of the above. We did thank him for taking jobs away from twins. <gasps> I did see that. You forgave him. We, we did. We did. Um, <laughs> Terry Crews could not have been nice. He was so sweet. He like he. 
we saw him right before he was about to go on and, in, and basically introduced Boots Riley for being like the new voice in filmmaking. He won. They were both in that movie. <clears throat> they were both in that movie. <clears throat> Sorry to bother you. And he shook our hands with the most gracious, like, warm. I know who you guys are. I respect you guys. I love what you do. Handshake, two handed. Wow. It was wonderful. It was beautiful. And I you're like, him. I love this guy. You know, and then he was re- he was really sweet. And Boots Riley told the vet. So, our my kids were there at this event. My eleven oh, cool. year old and thirteen year old. They sat in the front row. Daisy and Georgia, my two daughters. <clears throat> and Boots Riley said, told the story about Terry Crews. First thing he comes up and he's like, <clears throat> Terry and Army introduce him, and he's like, Army Hammer. The first thing he said Terry was Terry Crews. He said that I, I remember first time I picked I met Terry Crews for this uh, for this role because I wanted him to be this role. I sat down for lunch with him, and then I couldn't get a word in edgewise for three hours. <laughs> Terry Crews <laughs> is like, like an a, inspirational. He's a one-man motivational speaker. speech. <laughs> like I left that meeting not knowing if he was going to do my movie, but I knew I was like, I, wanna, I could do anything. I can go build a house. <laughs> I want to go work out. <laughs> he's like, Army, Army, Army knows where the weed is at. <laughs> and then he went on. And then he proceeded to go on and give this great speech about how – it was fascinating. He gave this great speech about how he went down to start writing this movie and he's writing these scenes with two people and he's like, why does this feel like a movie that I've seen before? Because we get in our brains that we should write something that feels familiar. It feels like a yeah. movie as opposed to something that feels like life. It's like mm. you never hear a love song where someone's like, I love her, but I hate the way she laughs around my friends. Like, that's what he said. <laughs> like, that's, it's never going to yeah. hear that in a love song because right. it doesn't fit what a love song is. What's, and what's so interesting about that is one of the best acting teachers we've ever, we ever had in Los Angeles, this guy Gar, what was his last name? I can't remember his last name, but he was – so wonderful and so deep at this Pacific Resident Theater. We had a number of teachers at that theater, and he said, a great acting performance should never make you say, oh, my God, wow, what an actor. You should be like, oh, my God, life. Mm-hmm. That's what you should say when you when you see somebody do something like, you go, oh, my God, look at what life can do to you. So, so he was saying that, like, real light, we should be – he said, I want to be a voice in film – to write things the way they really happen so that maybe someday someone will copy what I, you know, be like, I got to write a movie that is more real because that's what are in movies are real scenes and real moments and real dialogue. So he gave this really great speech. He's just like dare to try something else. You got to dare to do it and that's it. So he gets off stage and we come back up and I was like, that is a brilliant man. That was a brilliant speech. Let's give him another round of applause. Amazing. And I'm so happy my daughters are right in the front row. To, so the two takeaways from that speech, number one, dare to do something different. Dare Both of you guys, Daisy, Georgia, in your life. <clears throat> and number two, Army knows where this weed is at. That is just, <laughs> stay away from Stay away from Army, Army Hammer. Oh really, that's our second <clears throat> takeaway. Uh, but, it, but Terry Crews was just like, you get it. Like there are a few people we've met in this life and in this business who you just you meet them and you talk to them for a minute, and like Snoop Dogg was another guy like who was like this who you're like, I get it. You're just like mag magnetic magnetic. You're, yeah, you're, like you were you're gonna just be that great. person. You were yeah. just gonna rise to the top. No matter what you did, <clears throat> you, I see why people just like flocked. How did yeah. you mm-hmm. rise up from Long Beach? In, right, which was kind of a city in ruins, and how did you rise up to be this thing? And you're like, you hang out with him a little bit, and you're like, oh, that's, oh I can yep, see it. Makes this sense. Is how he is <laughs> that, a really that's good, how, and you see how he crossed over because he's welcoming and he's sweet. And Terry Crews, same thing. You're like, oh, you were an ex football player who played in the NFL for a minute for a cup of coffee, and then now you're you've managed to create an entire other life. How is that possible? It's because you are. Like this magnetic personality, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really cool. It's anyway, it's so. really cool just to know that you know because sometimes with some of those people you don't know how they are in real That's life. That's right, exactly. You know, That's right. Sometimes sometimes ever exactly what you bad. think that they're going to you be. Never, yeah. Know. yeah. You don't. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I bet you get the opposite act. sometimes. Don't meet your heroes. Do yeah, not I mean, meet your heroes. We have definitely met some people who are just like I would imagine, especially in the sports side of things, sports side of things and comedy. Yeah, you meet people who are like, oh God, what really? Why is this guy being such a dick? Why, yeah. You know, and, and you just can't understand it. Yeah. But you have to say, look, there's a public persona and there's a personal persona, and you're just happy that Terry Crews is his public mm-hmm. persona. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So you were right. Keep he the is dream alive. He is a national treasure. Keep the dream alive. Randy, I have to ask. You came in 
saying, hey, guess what? I went to Burning Man. I went to Burning what? Man. Have you guys been? No. No. I've never been. I think fun it's, and I'm just like, stop I've saying. I'm like, stop talking. Don't tell me anything. I think we'll you, wait for Greg you to should go I protect have... trends. No, uh. Yeah, right. Digital trends are burning, man. I'm a They called it tech trends. Uh, uh, I think we got to switch it to tech trends now. <laughs> I kind of like it. Tech trends is a double T. There's alliteration. I'll send a memo. Tech trends. Let them know. Yeah. Burning Man's something. I'm like I feel like I should experience I it at some point to, in my life. Yeah, I would kind of. But I don't know. Is it already over? Like, is no. it already okay? No, nope. so it's still no, no, no. What was? How no. did it come about? So you didn't go. I did not go. Okay. So my wife, who has my wife, uh, who has my been wife. to my wife. Can I tell you that I was at a Christmas party uh, in my neighborhood with my friend uh, who is who runs Sasha Marin Cohn's production TV production company. Cool. And so I'm at this party, and my friend Jordan Rubin, who's a hilarious comedian, who I hadn't seen in a really long time, we were just talking, and he goes, um, "Hey man, how's it going? How's your how's your family doing?" And I'm like, "Well, my wife," and I was like, "My wife," and then I turned to my right, and Sasha Baron Cohen's right there. And I was like, uh, "I mean, my, my wife, my, uh, my, my wife." Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> So she went to, in her day, uh, this is just a little background on her, she went to 165 Grateful Dead and Jerry Garcia shows in Whoa. the 80s. My cousin followed the Grateful Dead. Followed them. I mean, yeah. after school, after high school, took a gap year, which is something that people do now, but didn't do back then. She lived on a converted school bus in Santa Cruz, working at an organic sauerkraut factory and mopping <laughs> oh up gosh. hot tubs awesome. and basically living off the grid. And then she came to school up here in Lewis and Clark. So she lived in Portland and then lived in Portland. Huh. For three years after that, so and opened up her own McMinimins in her apartment. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, just local. <laughs> Keep it local. Uh, and so she was like, and she had been to the Oregon Country Fair, and she had been to Harmonic Convergences, and she had oh, been to wow. Rainbow Gatherings. She has a Rainbow Gathering name, which is Sunwater. Anyway, so uh, that's another one I've been fascinated with. This Rainbow. Thing. She was like, I'm turning fifty this year. She's turning fifty in April, and she's like, I want to go I've never been to Burning Man I really want to go so we had parents of like uh, a kid who's really good friends with our daughter and she's in all the plays with her and the parents are really cool um, they like two parents from Salt Lake City they're really into like he's an architect and they're just like into like super like 80s industrial music they're just very cool and have cool style and their kids are really cool I love their daughter who's friends with my uh, oldest daughter she's actually friends with both and so they were like, we have two extra tickets to Burning Man if you guys want to well, come. Well, those do, don't exist, like <laughs> extra yeah, like tickets. We have a, meaning we have a camp. You would help us like with the camp and whatnot, set, and set it up and this and that. And I said, I can't go for the whole thing. I mean, we have two kids that have to be taken care of. So I will take care of that. You go, and I'll meet you. I'll come up like – you know, on the Wednesday through Saturday, and and we'll go then, and I will figure out how to put put the kids where to get them so they have sleepovers and this and that, and it was a lot of logistical bullshit, yeah. but we we figured it out, and we went, and I and she went for eight days, and then I went for three day three days, wow. and I drove up by myself, which was I was like, man, do I want to make a nine and a half hour drive by? It was awesome. I like talk to all these people as I'm driving up and it just I listen to the music as loud as I, I mean, <laughs> it was it was so it felt so indulgent like I was driving up to this baptism by fire it was fascinating so I get up there and you go in and they're like <laughs> you got to get out of your car and you ring a bell at right if it's your first time and you lay down in the dust because it is like just dust and you make little dust angels so you get dirty because you're like you're gonna be dirty and I was like, oh, my God, am I going to like this? I, I, I kept saying to myself, will I find my thing at this thing mm -hmm. or will yeah. I plug it, be plugging into something else that isn't me? You know as what I mean? a comedian, a comedian, I think it's your natural instinct to how can I make fun of everything? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Like, how can I? Make and fun is Burning Man just one of those things where you have to be like so ir irony free and and? Snarky. I was like, can I be that, mm. or can I be myself, or what? How am I going to find my spot right. here? So I got in there. We we got there. We had a bless. We did some. We did do some. Stuff. <laughs> I would assume that's my kids what, are listening. I mean, you're saying, yeah, it's Burning Man. We yeah. did yeah. some hard drugs, but I mean, it was and it was the perfect place to do all. Literally, the second 
I got everything out and changed into just what I was going to wear for the night. Did you bring some night. weird clothes? I didn't. Ha- I did have a U- United States of America onesie zip up in a cowboy hat, and like I can, I'll send you guys pictures. I if you can post them on yeah. your thing. I'll give great. you my my Burning Man pictures of like or a few. There's of them. one in our Instagram feed. I think. Yeah, there's oh, one. Oh, cool! On Instagram. I can sneak it. So I mean, it was in a cowboy hat, and that it was really fun. <laughs> and we had bikes, and we just kind of like it was. For doing drugs and hanging out and doing your thing and hanging out with people and meeting new people, there's no money changing hands. There's commerce free, i.e., you know, we made breakfast for about 300 people two separate mornings. People just came and we gave them a waffle and we had this little syrup bar and it was kind of exactly what you wanted. You don't want to eat too much while you're there. You just don't. So, like, to give someone waffle and, like, an iced chai tea or a coffee that we made and they just showed up with their plate and their cup. We gave it to them and that was it. And like 300 people we fed and they were so happy. They hung out in like the tent area, the opening thing that we had in the front. And it was just like all these foreign people and all these other people and these people are sitting down with other people. It was fascinating and fun and we're talking to people and serving them breakfast. It was sort of like and then pop-up restaurant. Yeah, it was wonderful. And then all that stuff happened. I got my hair, this is a crazy thing, I got my hair washed because it was like you go to a place and like they give you basically a head massage. That's what their tent offered you. So you're sitting around and I mean even the line, they're like you showed up and there was 65 people waiting. It hadn't even opened up yet. And we're like, where? What? Where's the line? There's just people all haphazardly. They're it's like, like Blue Star Donuts, right? <laughs> they're like, we're all done. We're all out of everything. Yeah, like, you just thing. opened up. You <laughs> waiting in line for two hours at Blue Star Donuts. You walk in, you're like, give me a glazed donut. Look, we don't we, have. We any. don't have any. You just. Opened. I watched you put the key in the door and open it up. You're out. We're out. You should have come earlier. What? I was here anyway. So I was the first in line. Uh, so you're, I'm like, where is it? And they said. Okay, you're the last people. Find the people who were the last people, and then you're behind them. And then the next people who come up, you have to tell them that you're the end of the line. So it was just like this weird thing. And it worked. I can't believe it worked. So I go in there, and we're sitting in the area about to get our hair washed by people. You lay down on a thing, and they wash your hair with great products. It was so crazy. So we're sitting around in a group of people, and they're like, okay, while you guys are sitting around. Th- Sarah's so on board with it. I, I, I want to Sarah, be there. I'm so, face, and you're like, I'm so they're like, they're like, don't, this isn't a waiting room. Like, get in a circle and talk to people. This is the people who run the tent. They're like, just, you know, like, talk to people. And so we get it. I'm in a circle with like six or seven people, and we're just talking. And I'm, everyone's like, go around and say something about yourself that is really interesting that people might not know. This guy's like, I play six instruments. We're like, that's that's amazing. So the woman is like, I have to say the word Wednesday whenever I say Wednesday or else I will misspell it because there's just something in my brain that won't allow me. That's very interesting, too. I speak four languages. Amazing. That's really cool. The woman next to me was like an older woman, older than me. She's like, I just turned 50. I just got fired from my job. I just got a divorce and I'm a virgin. And I was like, maybe, maybe that's why being I got a divorce. Yeah, maybe I got divorced. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I get fired up. She's like, what? She, I'm like, this is amazing. Already, and already wow. incredible. What? Dude, yes. dude with four languages, get the fuck out yeah. of here. <laughs> so she then, so then, she, go play your right? sitar somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bongos. So she then says, <laughs> she then says, last night my friend at my camp took me to the orgy dome Whoa. which is a real place an orgy dome there and okay. she's like and I fucked everything <laughs> and I got up at that moment this is like the one thing I'm like I have to be able to do this I you have be to be I was like yeah. I gotta be a comedian and I got up and I looked at everyone in the group and I was like she wins Burning Man <laughs> she wins I'm like no one is gonna have, no yeah. one is gonna be more transformative than you no. I'm like I am so unbelievable you have the greatest Burning Man yeah. ever from Virgin to Orgy ever, Dome ever <laughs> just jumping right in you're gonna get married and get a job by tomorrow oh, what is happening and pregnant at 50 it's insane wow insane. It with was, twins so that aspect of it was really insane and it just was fun and then I found this karaoke tent that was like nearby <gasps> us and we were just we sang karaoke and I, we met a friend of, I met this so my wife works in this office group of pool of offices of not all in the same office but they all rent office space and there are people there who do movies they they uh, produced this movie that just got into South by Southwest. Very cool husband and wife. And they have a karaoke RV. 
called the RVIP <laughs> that they will rent out for corporate parties and take it to South by Southwest. And it, I mean, they make a lot of money off this thing, and it's incredible. Like, it's a totally tricked out, beautiful, incredible RV that How you can cool. perform karaoke like on the mic. Great and idea. They have a guy, and they have the this TV screen that does the lyrics, and you door open the doors and you sing. And it's, it is. Oh, how fun! For our birthday this year, they let us do we the had, karaoke RV, and we had it for all of our friends, and it was just the, one of the best parties and coolest things. And we just parked it outside on the street, the LA outside of a bar, and like everyone was on the sidewalk <laughs> and inside, and it was just how it was amazing. Fun. So they're like, "You got to find our people at Burning Man." I was like, how are we going to find these people? How many people are there? 70,000. I'm like, we ain't finding your people. I got news to you. And Amy (laughs) was like, I I don't think we will. So literally 300 yards from where we were set up was this karaoke tent. And I just found myself there. We'd go around and bike around and look at all this crazy artwork. And you're high as a kite. And you're just, it's the perfect thing. And then I come back. So it's like sculptures and things everywhere, Sculptures, light up things. It's just the most beautiful things that are there to amuse you and amaze you and literally play with everything that's going on in your brain. And then I come back to this karaoke thing and I just start singing like all of the, like every song is for me. Like Gregory Abbott shake you down. <laughs> you in my life, girl, I want to shake you down. <laughs> oh, well, well. You know. Shake you down, by the way, it sounds like I'm going to take your money. Yeah. I want to fl- yeah. fleece, like fleece this I wanna woman. this woman. Because later on the song, he's like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Come on, girl, let's start the show. Anybody who sings eeny, meeny, miny, mo. In a love oh, song, red and violets are blue. I'm gonna <laughs> rock this girl? world for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's seven. Yeah. <laughs> you want to fleece a seven? I'm gonna show you how I do. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> so I'm singing songs like that, and I'm singing like <laughs> I'm singing Aretha Franklin "Freeway of Love." I'm on the freeway of love. Oh. In addition to Under the Bridge and like all, like all my plush, all my favorite like songs. I'm like, and having a blast and this place is filled with all these people. And I meet this person there who is running the DJ thing. Her name's Eva Kim. And she had a little bell on this. This is how amazing it is. Okay. I'm being very specific here. She had a little bell that. After someone was done singing the song, if they nailed it, if they nailed it, boom, she dings the bell like that's how you do it. Like ding ding, next up to the counter, boom boom, that was great. Oh, then she would the bell became like the greatest bit ever because like someone would do like you know oh where oh where like do some crazy thing and after like a high degree of difficulty, ding, the bell goes in. <laughs> she starts dinging like so. I go up there to sing. I can't go for that. No can do, and. I'm singing on the mic, and there song. are multiple mics, and all of a sudden, this foreign dude gets up behind me. And I'm not xenophobic by any stretch of the imagination, but this guy gets up behind me uninvited and starts singing back up, to, <laughs> which I did not request. Yeah. I wasn't like, anybody want to join in? Yeah, no. It was like, I was like, you are not, no, absolutely. Yeah. But I didn't say it because I'm in the middle of singing the song. So he starts singing, and he's kind of fucking it up. <laughs> And I look, I'm on the mic and I just give a look back like, what the, what are you doing? What's this guy doing? My friend Eva saw me give this guy a look of like, what the fuck are you doing? She dinged the bell. (laughs) (laughs) I got a bell for the look. I got a ding for the look. And as soon as she did that, I was like, this is going to be a friend for life. Like, I can't even begin to tell you that is such a funny thing. And we started talking and she knows our friend Harmar Superstar. She helped produce one of his videos. And then we were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're like, where are you from? She's like, L.A., Glendale. We're like, we're in Silver Lake. And she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And we put it together. Those were the people we were supposed to meet. So we hung with them and she took me out to some party like at five in the morning or three in the morning way out on the edge outer edges this like fire throwing DJ party with like 5,000 people we we hung out watched the sun come up I'm like this is I am 47 years old and I have two kids and this is just a crazy thing that there is no such thing as a fountain of youth there is no such thing as a time machine but you can go back to a time and to wrap it back to Portland because don't you feel this way when we're here Jay there is especially when we hang out with you guys is like 
We're like, what are we doing? What are we doing next? We're going to finish our show. Let's go out here. Let's go mm-hmm. then over here and let's yeah. go over there. Because we didn't we go out and do karaoke at a place that now no longer exists. We, we did. did. We yeah. went to Lad's Inn. It was so fun. Yep. It was so uh-huh. much fun. Nate Fridson was with us and he yep. and I didn't did. You guys, did yeah. you guys do like Rapper's Delight or no, something? No, no. We did um, one, two, three, three into yeah, the foes. Anyway, so it, but like that feeling of, and I guess I feel like for us comedy, when we go on the road, that's why, you know, it takes so so much for us to get on the road. It's so hard. We are a comedy team, so we have to split the money right into. Not that we're complaining about that, mm-hmm. but that's a fact. We're headliners, but we make what like new headliners make when it's all said and done. So it's not like we're out here yeah. making bank. We're out here because we love it and we love doing it, and we only go to cities that we you know care about, where we know fans and people and friends that we have made through the years are here. Portland is one of those cities. It is. So a it just was product. this idea that, like, okay, we're going back to this time in our lives yeah. where we are whimsically. I mean, I remember just walking on the playa, and, or just walking kind of right, right around the playa of the thing with my wife, and I just heard because there's all this EDM music. It's like <laughs> there's just that constant of that, which is perfect yeah. for people who are on ecstasy or whatever. And I just heard out of like the corner of my ear. I heard, well, I'm taking my time. I'm just moving along. Boston. And I'm like, where the fuck is that? <laughs> where is it coming from? Let's go. And we go into this like Classic. tent. Where it's like a Climatron kind of dome thing. And we go in and they're playing just straight up classic rock. And I, within 20 minutes, I'm like, what's the Wi-Fi in here? And I'm just playing songs off of my phone classic rock hits and oh. I played like a Grateful Dead song and this woman came up and she was like no you didn't <laughs> no you didn't she starts dancing and it was like I'm like okay that's I get it I completely understand you know what I mean mm-hmm. I completely yeah. understand this why sounds the, like, I, like every single sense. person listening right now is like fuck I want to go I want to go to Burning Man yeah. yeah I just I, you know and would you go again Yep, we're thinking about going this year, and I really want to. I just because I was like, this is just fun, and I we kind of have brought a little bit of that into our lives mm-hmm. as we've traveled. Yeah, for, you first took of all, we with you, right? And we made we became closer friends with the people in in my wife's office. We met this girl Eva, who is now a friend of Jay's. Yeah. Who is oh, like, how cool? How much do you love her? I mean, she's amazing, and and what's cool is like. There is the, – the, we did our birthday with the RVIP and there, and what's cool is that I, f- I feel like we have connected in a way to this community without trying hard. Yeah. I I got the – reap the benefits of it as well. He he and his wife and his friends, they, they, they've just tapped into this world and then, you know, they support us. Like we do a unique thing. We do, do comedy and so like we did headlined at the improv and like – Ten of those people came out to see us. Wow. I was like, that's That's what it's all about. And it's so funny because I know Nick Kroll was up there. He's our buddy. And he was up with our friend Andy Wood, who's a great comedian from up here. In Portland. And uh, they had a whole kind of thing going. And I, Moshe Kasher, I didn't get a chance to see. I was looking for them. And I talked to Moshe as I was driving up. We were were talking as we were going up, driving up together. He was driving up. He was behind me. But we were talking as I was driving in. And – it just was like I wanted to see those guys, but it was kind of cool that they had their own trip and they had their own experience mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. But I know Nick kind of felt the same way. We come in a little – I've heard him talk about it on talk shows one night. You come in a little skeptical and by the end he's like, I'm wearing a dress and I'm roller skating. It's yeah. like <laughs> I fully bought in to what it was. But again, it was just about – and I guess this is my takeaway for all of it, which is connect in your own personal way. Yeah. If you feel like you're plugging into something else that isn't you, then it's not working. Yeah. Connecting you know, like me running the classic rock thing from my phone in this place with these dudes who I just met who were like, "This is your first time here. That's amazing." That was that, that was, was your moment. That was my moment, along mm-hmm. with the all the karaoke. That that was my moment. Wow. So it was really cool. Jason, would you go? Uh, I think I would. I, I got to figure out. You know, I got to see if I could get my wife to go, and if she doesn't want to go, how then would I go? And mm-hmm. yeah, I'd have to see. I'm not sure she'd be into something like that. Yeah. You ha- it takes you a specific. I mean, yeah, I can see you chomping at the bit. Yeah. You want to go. I, I do want to go. You got to be open You'd to love it. it. I, I know I you, would. You, you guys go. both would love yeah. it. I, I think I would. I think you guys are open to – you guys have enough – It'd be fat. I would love to listen to the podcast, podcast yeah. after right it. after you do it. Oh, man. You guys would be – or you guys could even podcast – like bring a little guy and, and podcast. Right. Yeah, might as well. From, from, from yeah. up record 
while you're there. Oh, okay. So anyway, my point is that it just – you guys have enough openness in you. Yeah. I, and I also, again, as comedians, we say to ourselves, how, we need to experience life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember Patton Oswalt had said uh, – he had just finished up a special and I was like, all right, man, what are you doing? Are you going to hit the road after that? And he's like, nope, I'm not doing stand-up for six months. I got to go live. Yeah. I got to live my life and then I'll probably – then the bits and the material will come. I'm not doing it for the bits but I have to live or else I can't write material. Mm-hmm. So that's – again, it goes back to like yeah. get into Portland and start experiencing things. Go to the Acropolis for the steak bits. Yeah. Nailing it. Nailing it with the personal references. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, get it. Well, tonight, I mean, since there is no Burning Man, the best thing to do, I mean, it's going to be, it's it Portland's might be Burning snowy. Man. Yeah. yeah, it's this Portland's is, Burning Man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's light a fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, come on. But, uh, yeah, be there. It'll be like a Burning Man experience. Exactly. Very welcoming, super fun, and you guys are going to be there too. And, and we'll be there. Too. Yep, tomorrow. So 7.30 and 10 tonight, 7.30 and 10 tomorrow. I mean, what else are you going to do? The city's going to be snowy. Like, this is the best time Perfect to go and to see a show. In. Yeah. Come yep. inside. Be Come inside, inside be warm, get some food. Go down to Helium laughs. Comedy Club. And if you've never seen uh, Randy and Jason perform, like, do yourself a favor and go and check them out live. It is Absolutely unique and always wonderful. Thank you. What yeah. about the idea that like of just a group of people in a room collectively laughing? We just heard that last yeah. night and I was like, man, this is just fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Everywhere you go, even here at a restaurant and you see people like half the people are on their phones, half the people yeah. are looking down. When people are you know in a public space, like no one's really interacting with each other anymore. When you come to a comedy show – you're all focused on one thing and you're laughing as a group, as a community. It's like going to see music so and going to that. That's really cool. My wife and I were on a date and we saw uh, these two people. It was a really – it was out by the beach in L.A. And these people – so we're like by the window. Nice view. It's like an anniversary dinner. And we see these two people on the outside. They're like outside. They're sitting at a table. Adults. He was on an iPad. Oh, <laughs> iPad. And she was like on her phone. I was like – Okay, guys, no. look, d- just turn your head 20 degrees and out Look there. at the ocean. Look yeah. at what is going on. I'm half expecting him to pull out like a desktop computer you know, <laughs> and just start typing away. I'm like, what What are you even doing here? Yeah. You can't be on your That's phone depressing. at the show. You cannot be on your phone at the comedy show in the sense that like – you got to listen. You got to yeah. focus. And, be a part of something. Be yeah. a part of a, a live A group experience. collective experience, which is really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Set it down. Set it down for a bit. Have yeah. fun. It's yeah. okay. This is yeah. this is a guy coming from Tech Trends. <laughs> tech Trends. Totally. And I'm calling it that forever. Tech Live on Tech Trends. <laughs> Set it down. Well, you have to get back down to Tech Trends, don't you? I, I do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Let him go. Let Take him it on go. down right. to Tech Trends. Take it on down. Well, then, now I want to go sing karaoke <laughs> later. Let's do Can it. Can we yeah. find a place? There Let's is, see. Yeah, there is a place I'm All thinking right. of. Yeah. And make sure it's open late. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what we'll have to check. Oh, I'll figure it out. I cannot wait. Oh, we throw it down. Oh, I'm excited. Let's make it happen. All right. Oh, I got to think of a song. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, but get your tickets. Helium Comedy Club. Heliumcomedy.com. Get your tickets. Go see the scars. Yes. That's mm-hmm. it. That's, that's, that's your only rule. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. What can you say after that? I can't even add anything. <laughs> get your tickets <laughs> now. Come down. Hang out with us. We'll be there. So this is uh, Friday. If yep. you're listening to the Friday show, we'll be there tonight. And um, huge thank you to the Scholar Brothers. Yes, and to Helium. Yes. And uh, yeah, I mean, they are just as wonderful as they seem. Yep. And it is like truly a unique experience, especially you know going to see comedy shows. A lot of times you just see one comedian. It's incredible to watch the two of them with their twin thing going on <laughs> together. Like you got your twin thing it's going. It's absolutely fascinating to to watch them perform together it because is. they do like finish each other's like they just work so well together. They're just the jokes flow. It's just amazing. They're just fantastic performers, and you get a unique show every time you see them. So. Uh, Get your tickets now, heliumcomedy.com. And if you're just finding us for the first time, hit subscribe. Follow us. We're at Fun Radio on Twitter, Fun Employment Radio, and every other social media platform. Thank you. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week with another episode.